0: Being filled with the Holy Spirit is not just uh, having an emotional experience speaking in tongues. I wish it worked. That way though, all the folks that spoke in tongues won't be acting crazy in the parking lot. I've seen them speak in tongues in church and want to cuss you when they get outside. That you ain't full of the Holy Ghost. You were just up there talking and making up stuff. You try to mimic what you heard somebody else say. He coming a Honda. Speaking in tongues, looking around, chewing gum. No, that ain't the Holy Ghost. Welcome to the light of the world. It was Paul, the apostle, who challenged the church to be filled with the Spirit. He wanted us to be filled with the Spirit so we can operate by the Spirit to accomplish everything that God has in store for us. I want you to listen to today's message and be encouraged on the fullness of of the Holy Spirit. Come and go with us as we walk in the light of God's Word. Do not be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Spirit. So first we're told uh, to be careful how we live, to be careful how we live. And so we need to take stock and we need to stop and think and and uh, make an assessment on how we are living. And here's the time for you to do that. How am I living for God? How am I living today? And if we haven't been living for God, and if we've uh, practiced or have gotten caught up in some of the things he said that are unwise, ask the Lord to forgive us. And then let's get back on the track and start living as wise, not as unwise. He, He tells us, don't be unwise, but be wise. Make the most of every opportunity because the days are, are, live, are evil. And secondly, you only have a short window of opportunity. You're not going to live long. Even if you live to be 80, 90 years old, that is not long in the scheme of everything. That's a short window. The Bible says all men are like grass. We, we grow in the morning and then we're cut down. Your life is not gonna be long. The Psalmist Moses said in Psalms 90, he says, "Uh, uh, Lord, if we can just make it to 70 years or 80, we we will be very, very blessed. A lot of people don't make it out of their teens or 20s or 30s or 40s. And he went on to say, a day with God is like a thousand years with men. A day with God, is like a thousand years with men. And I put the numbers to that. I did the calculation on it. I said, if a day with God is a thousand years, an hour is 42 man years. An hour with God is 42 years. So if you live to be 84, and as far as God's concerned, you ain't been around but a couple of hours. And a minute was eight months. So when you pray and you wonder what taking God so long, he, when he said, I'll tell you I'll get back with you in a minute. <laughs> so we don't have long. And if you only have two hours, some of us, we might only have a half hour left. If we just go with that 84 years, some of you got an hour left. If, you, if you're gonna live that long, we don't know the day or the hour. We need to make the most of every opportunity. We do not have time to be fooling around. We don't have the time. You spend all of your time trying to achieve other things. And then when you get old and frail, then you want to work for God. Pastor, I wish I could go on that mission trip. <laughs> well, But you know, I'm just, I can't, I can't make it now, man. My diabetes and my blood pressure. And I, and I got, uh, was diagnosed with this and that. And arthritis. Is it Arthur Riders or Arch Riders? In the old days it was Arthur. And his last name was Riders. Yeah. And he had a brother named New Riders. But he tells us to learn what the will of God is. What's, God, what do you have for me to do right now? What is your will right now? As soon as you get saved and give your life to God, God has a pathway for you to follow and be productive in the kingdom. You might have been saved 10 or 15 years and haven't done anything of productivity that you can show in the kingdom. Well, you can change that today and say, I want to be productive in the kingdom. In the book of John chapter 15, Jesus said, "I, I called you and I told you so that you can produce fruit, for the kingdom, produce fruit for the kingdom. So it is the command then to be filled with the Spirit that I want to focus on today. And that word filled or filling <laughs> refers to a certain control that is exerted over the believer. So when we talk about being full of the Spirit or being filled with the Spirit, I don't want you to leave out of here with some notion that you're saying that I don't know quite what that is. We're going to let you know exactly what that is. The Spirit exerting and having full control of your life and when He does, you are full of the Spirit. It means that the Spirit's is possessing the holy spirit is possessing the mind and the heart of the believer the holy spirit possessing the mind and the heart of the believer so when we say in, when we say being filled with the spirit one could translate that is that we are controlled by the spirit We are controlled by the Holy Spirit. He is our controller and we are functioning and reacting at the direction of the Holy Spirit. Now don't act like that's a a foreign uh, concept because uh, we see people all the time that are acting in a certain way and sometimes you can recognize uh, that they're under the control of something else. People who are demon-possessed, they are under the control of that demonic spirit. And he'll be doing all kind of stuff. And it won't take long. You saw the exorcists. You know what they do. And you be saying, they are under the control of a, of a demon. Well, they are demon-controlled. Well, you can be Holy Spirit-controlled. And I mentioned this, maybe you weren't here, that when you have the spirit of the world, the wine or the alcohol, there's a certain level that once you get past in drinking that, that the alcohol will take control. You might be saying, I I can just drink. No, you keep on drinking. After a while, you will not have control. The alcohol will have control because you will be full of that spirit. You will you will act different than you act when you have no alcohol. You will say things that you would not say, perhaps, when you are full of alcohol, you will say that, and the people around you will say, Don't pay no attention to him, he's just full of that. You'll be bold. Like a lion when you got full of alcohol. I'll go over there and do that. What are you doing? You'll be talking to a tree. Right? You pass by people, you see them doing stuff, talking to, th- to inanimate objects, and you, you already know he's got something going on. And so the, 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 some, uh, Paul is ten, telling the people, you need to understand that you can be filled with the Holy Spirit to the point that he will control your speech. He will control your action. He will control your behavior, and he will control what you produce when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, here's what I want you to understand. The heart of a Christian is not just a receptacle to be poured into. The Holy Spirit is a person who comes into your life and wants to fill your whole life to the degree that we yield to him. Now, he's not going to come and take over. He's not going to come in your life and take over. You know, that's why I, I just, I'm amused when, you know, we used to say this when I was a kid. You, you have church and somebody say, how was church? You know, uh, uh, the Holy Ghost came and took over the service. I say, why he had to take it over? What were you planning on doing? You, you should have gave it to him before you started. Well, the Lord took over today. Well, <laughs> I say, why he had to take over? That indicates that he had to use some force. So the Holy Spirit is not coming into your life and taking over. You yield to the Holy Spirit and he fills up that place that you yield. Holy Spirit, come in and lead me, guide me, uh, help me to understand, uh, instruct me, lead me. I'm, I'm listening for your direction. Oh, do you want to be full? I'm just telling you how to do that, to be filled with the Spirit. Holy Spirit, lead me, guide me. I'm sensitive to what you're saying. And when he speaks to us, then we obey. Because we can say, I want you to come into my life and take control. And the Holy Spirit will say, well, uh, you need to put that back. You need to uh, watch what you say here. And then we just keep on overriding mean He said, you're not serious about me taking control. You're not, you're not serious about yielding to me because every time I mention something to you, you keep doing what you want to do, okay? You can get quiet, but I'm gonna tell you like it is. This is if, if Paul said you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's not gonna be in there wrestling with you all day to try to get you to do what he's supposed to do. He's just gonna to speak to you. When you are consistently ignoring and disobeying what he's speaking you're walking further and further away from him and after a while you're gonna say i just seem like i can't hear from god no more well no you can't hear from god no more because god is here and you're way over here now and he's not gonna yell out at you hey he's gonna speak in a still small voice and when you're close to him you can hear him more But when you're moving away and moving away and moving away, you act like, I just can't feel the spirit moving like I used to. Well, get on back where you met him at. Then you will hear him again and he'll be saying the same thing. Put that down. Put it back. Shut that off. Go to Bible study. Read your Bible. Pray. Pray. He only has the same script all the time. Pray, spend some time, read your Bible, meditate on the Word, watch how you speak to others, stop gossiping, don't say that about the pastor. Uh, The Holy Spirit will tell you that. Don't say that about the one that was leading singing. Don't say that about, to stop, you know, you're not building up them. You're ter- that's, not, that's not edifying. He'll tell you. He wants to control our heart and our mind. When we talk about the heart, it's a symbol used to refer to the, the will, the reasoning or the mind, and the emotion. Thus, the Holy Spirit possesses and controls the volition, the rationale, and emotional activity of the believer who is said to be filled by him. This is Jerry G. Martin, and I've been speaking to you about the fullness of the Holy Spirit. It was Paul who said, do not be drunk with wine, which is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. He wants every believer to be fully controlled and fully yielded to the power of the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit manages our lives, God can do great things not only for us, But through us. If you would like a copy of today's message or to listen to it in its entirety, go to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can hear today's message or previous messages that have aired on this station. And as always, we invite you to be our guest at The Light of the World. We're meeting in person each Sunday at 16161 Old Humble Road if you have habits and hurts and hang ups if you are looking for a place where you can grow and belong the light of the world is the place that you should come and be my guest for more information go to our website at lowcf.org again that's l o w c f . o r g and let me mention to you again that the Beacon Bookstore is right here on our campus. Many people are looking for books and Bibles, communion supplies and church supplies. You can get it right here at the Beacon. Call right now at 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.